Welcome, sports fans, to Sports Inside and Out. Before I get to the Wally Wonder segment, I'd like to give a shout-out to our sponsors, the Armed Forces Network. While we were asleep, you were awake, making sure our way of life stayed the same. Seabreeze, the leader in transitional housing and more. Flash G is in the house. And I, how could I not forget, if you are in the Hampton Roads area and you need a new ride, please go see my man, Dan and Nissan Man, and Nissan of Chesapeake in the Hampton Roads area. Swappingkeys.com. That is swappingkeys.com. For right now, we're going to segue right on into Wally. Wally, tell me what's going on with you and who do you have coming up today? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. I'm excited. Uh, I got a young man that brings a lot of background to what we did in the Norfolk area, but i like for Lonnie Blow to give his background first where he was raised at, also his high school days and his college, because I want our listeners in SoundCloud, our heart, and our armed forces network to realize we got a special person on board here. Lonnie, give us a little background. Uh, yeah, Wally, man. Um, you know, I, I was born in, in South Philly. Um, you know, born in South Philly, but I moved to the, the Tidewater area of Virginia as a young kid. Uh, my dad was from this, this area. And, um, as a kid, I moved to the Tidewater area and, um, you know, got into sports, got into sports, obviously playing basketball and, and football and, and baseball and growing up, you know, around sports and, uh, was fortunate enough to, 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 to hang around. And I was, you know, lived across the street from Kenny Easley. Um, longtime Seahawk great, and you know we grew up together in that area, and got a chance to, to you know travel around with 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 you, Wally, and some of the guys in concerned athletes in action as a as a as a young kid, and I think that really really helped mold me and 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 let me know that I wanted to be a part of sports, and uh, you know played college basketball at Virginia Wesleyan College there in the Tidewater area, and um, knew I wanted to get into coaching from there. Um, so, uh, you know, I formally started my, my, my coaching career at, at Maury High School in Norfolk, and I coached there for about 10 years and um, was fortunate enough to coach some outstanding players like Joe Smith, who played in the NBA for a long time, about 17 years, and uh, moved over to Granby High School um, as a head coach. And, and at, at Granby High, I won the state championship in uh, the year 2000 and went back in 2001 as well. So, um I've been blessed, man. Been fortunate and been blessed to 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 get into this coaching game and have a lot of success. You know, you know, building young men and and turning boys into men is what I call it. And um, got into college coaching in uh, 2006 at Hampton University. Uh, was fortunate enough to coach there and win the MEAC championship. And from Hampton, I got an assistant's job at at, at Norfolk State. And uh, me being from the Tidewater area. You know, it was great. It was great for me to kind of, you know, coach right where I was from and, 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 and be at home there and, and continue to be involved in, in, in coaching and, and, and sport that I love. Um, so from, from Norfolk State, I got the head job at St. Augustine's University in Raleigh and, and went down to Raleigh and had two great years down there. We were ranked in the country, uh, won the CIAA championship and um, got a lot of accolades out of that year when we were one of the top teams in the nation there. And um, from there, I got an offer from from uh, Coach Taylor Blaine Taylor at Old Dominion to come back home and be an assistant uh, at Old Dominion right there in Norfolk. So um, two great years there in the CAA, uh, you know, rivaling um, you know VCU both years and and, and winning back to back championships at Old Dominion. And from there, um, 
you know, I just knew I wanted to get back to being a head coach again. So I went back to St. Aug for one year and then Virginia State called me and now I'm here at Virginia State University and loving it. And, um, you know, we won the championship this past year in the CIAA, you know, making me the only coach in the history of the CIAA to win the, you know, championship at two two different schools. So I'm I'm definitely blessed and, and, and pleased about that. But you know, Lonnie, I, I got to back up a little because first off, it, it, I congratulate you on all this. Uh, one of the things that I had an opportunity to do for the 76ers and the Miami Heat was scout the CIAA as well, the MEAC, SWAC, CAC. And we do a little background about our concern having some action. Just this year, we were inducted to the Hampton Rose Black Sports Hall of Fame as an organization. And when you talk to Kenny Easley, I remember you guys so well. Uh, Carlton Hilton, Derek um, Warren, uh, uh, Wilson Washington. I mean, some great, great athletes in that area. And Glenn, uh, Glenn Mason, who's a writer for Virginia uh, Pilot for years, and also a deep work with Norfolk State and Elizabeth City. We talked about the growth of some of the young men there. So I've watched you for a long time. You even had a chance to come to your camps at Grammy yeah. for a couple yeah. of years. That was such a pleasure for me, Lonnie, really, to come back to where I bought a home there when I played for the um, Milwaukee Bucks when I met Bobby Damjic, who's from that area, from Norfolk yeah. State, from Richmond. Yep. And it brought back a, such a warm feeling of so many of the great players and the squires that really did community work. But when I was scouting for the 70s and the, and, um, the Miami Heat, the opportunity to see you in those different positions at ODU <laughs> yeah. and then Norfolk State, Lonnie, uh, yeah. uh, it, it's something I'm very proud of you. But one of the things that I like what you just said, boys to men. Yeah. And I think uh, when we had concerned athletes in action, we were trying to build character in the young men to be successful, to have championship living. Right. And when you talk of Joe Smith, that's one of my favorite guys. They used to come down to the summer league, and he'd always volunteer to do clinics with me. Yes. Uh, and w- when I think about that, when you're giving back, uh, I, I, could you tell me about your new facility there? Because I intend on coming up to see your team play. But uh, it, uh, in Petersburg, you have a new facility. How long is that was there, and what is that like there? What does it see, and how's your turnout at your games? Uh, we opened the facility up this year. Uh, great game. We actually opened it up with an exhibition game against Norfolk State, and you know we beat them in double overtime, and the place was just packed. I wow. Jam packed here because it brought back that old rivalry, the old CIAA days when Virginia State and Norfolk State used to go at it. You know, you know, twice every year, and yeah, kind of like it's, they called it Big State, Little State. You know, because I'm yeah, right. Virginia State's a little Virginia State's a little older, and Norfolk State kind of was a derivative of 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 uh, Virginia State. So, you know, those rivalries go back deep. But our new facility, man, um, it's 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 magnificent, man. I call it the the crown jewel of the community because, you know, it's just you, you know it sits out in you know on campus here at Virginia State, but it's at night it just kind of lights up the whole area because we have those giant uh, LED boards up top, and if it's, and if it's uh, on the arena on the outside. So if you're riding down the street, you can see it lit up and see upcoming. Oh, dead. wow. If you're riding on the other street, you can see it because uh, we have two of them. One if you're coming this way, the other one if you're coming the other way. And you can see them kind of lighting up the whole night in the community. So uh, it's a big-time facility, man. It seats about about 6,000 people. Uh, Great. 
but it has luxury suites and Scott, you know, there's wow. luxury boxes for people, the presidential suite and things like that up top. Um, has a practice gym inside of it, which one of the things that I love is right inside the arena, you can walk off the main arena floor and walk right into our practice gym. And um and my office my office overlooks the practice gym to where, you know, like right now I can look down into the practice gym and watch workouts and and things like that, which is kind of unheard of at the Division Two level. Right. Um, right. So it's a, it's a big time facility where our locker rooms are just you know just class man. Like a lot of the a lot of Division One schools don't have the facilities that we have here. You know our, our locker rooms state of the art, and you know the players have a players lounge in the back of the locker room where they can go through a door and just kind of watch television or you know hang out back there between classes or whatever the case may be, uh, the couches and all that stuff. So um, you know it's definitely a treat, and we're blessed, man. We're blessed to have these kind of facilities here at Virginia state and uh we're enjoying it man it's helping recruiting you know we bring kid on campus now with his parents and you know just kind of show them around and let them see how nice the place is and you know it's it's definitely helping with the recruiting aspect of it so we're excited about it you really are oh man that sounds good coach blow you know one thing I, I will say you know coming off of a year you was named ciaa coach of the year won the ciaa championship yeah. and you've got a brand new facility so this should <laughs> really help when when it comes to recruiting. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. And, you know, the fact that, you know, great timing for us, you know, to, to have such such a lot of success going on, not just with our program, but again, with the facility opening up. And our recruiting has just exploded. You know, we've got kids from uh, everywhere calling, wanting to come here and getting us a bunch of, our recruiting has changed. You know, we came here, this is my, going into my fourth year here, starting off my fourth year. And when we came here, you know, we, we, we came here into a program that hadn't had a lot of success lately. And uh, we quickly flipped the program around and changed it. And kids that could have played here when I arrived uh, can't play here now because our level of, our level of play is just, you know, so high right now. We're getting a bunch of Division One transfers and, you know, kids that are, you know, higher level kids that have options to go to other places. But once we can get them on campus and kind of show them how beautiful our campus is, not just the, you know, what we call the multi-purpose center, our new facility, but just our campus in general, man. We got a new president, uh, Dr. McCola Abdullah. He's been great for the university and uh, got a lot of great things going on here at Virginia State. So, you know, it's a great time to be a Trojan is what we say right now, and uh, it's really helped us out. Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm so proud of that. One of the things that, that was very important to me when I actually scouted for the 76ers and the Miami Heat was the importance of me getting some of these quality college ball players. And I've seen the increase in college play in the MEAC and CIAA for years. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I, I, I did that, because most of the the students, there's only so many draft choices that you have. And I would always recommend these players that don't worry, we'll recommend you to see whether you get in camp as free agents. Right. So that was one of the jobs that I had as a scout for over 20 years. I wanted to expose our historically black college student athletes to get at least an opportunity That's to compete at that level. So uh, I'm really proud when I think of Petersburg, I think of one of the guys that unfortunately one of my centers that passed away, Moses Malone. Yeah, and I used to go up and visit him and do clinics with him up there because I had the greatest opportunity to play with him in the ABA with the Utah Stars when he was yeah. a, right out of high school. I mean, right phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a phenomenal player. So I used to see how 
uh, Petersburg used to be, but I'm sure because of that, uh, that building and that facility and what you brought to that community, it gives a sense of pride. And, and I think that's important in our communities across the United States to bring those pride where you have schools that have college campuses on them. So mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you, but I have another question as a scout and looking at the talent that's in these uh, CIAA and MEAC, what is your, um, your toughest comp- competition in the CIAA this year? Uh, always, man, you know how the CIAA goes back many years and, it's always a, a, a league that's tough, man. You know, Virginia Union, and um, they're one of our, you know, toughest competitions. Obviously, they're right there in Richmond, so they're kind of our, our big, our major rival. Um, yes. About 20, mm-hmm. about 20 minutes away up the road, us down 95. And so uh, we play them every year, twice a year. We play them in what's called the Freedom Classic uh, Martin Luther King weekend, and that's played at the Richmond Coliseum. Um, and what, what, what date is that? That's January 15th. It's a Sunday. It's always played the, oh. Sunday, the Sunday before Martin Luther King Day. Um, I'm so going to, wow. We're, we're, we're picked preseason number one this year because we got 13 returners from the championship team last year, and Virginia Union was picked right behind us. So they were picked number two oh, in the league. and So that's always a major game, and they're outstanding too as well. They are a really talented group. And Bowie State up in Maryland, Bowie State's got a lot of returners and a lot of transfers yes. from the Division One level. And so, you know, Bowie is really, you know, a, a team to be reckoned with. And Fayetteville State, we play them tonight here, um, you know, at the multipurpose center. So Fayetteville State, you know, was picked to win the south, south part of the CIW. Right. You know, St. Augustine's and St. Augustine's always tough, man. So, you know, the CIAA is one of those leagues that year in and year out, man, you gotta you gotta really bring it every night because the you know, Johnson C. Smith's always good and you know, it's just tough competition every night in our league. So you gotta be ready. Well, I'm putting it on my calendar, man, because I'm trying to find a way to uh be in that area during that time. I'm supposed to do workshop with these Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club in Churchill. And then on that Monday, we're taking about 30 kids um, from the Salvation Army to the Wizards game. I have a connection with that because of our, yeah, she was our throat. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a call, Lonnie. Coach, uh, January 16th, about coming to that game at Richmond Coliseum. I'm going to give you a call. It's, it's on the field. 15. Now, Wally, what it is, it's, it's, it's a whole day. It's a gospel concert. It's a battle oh, yeah. Of, it's a battle of the bands. It's a step show. Ooh. You know, it's a full day on the 15th. That's Sunday, man. You know, celebrating King's birthday, you know, the next day, obviously. Right, it's a right. full day, man, with the gospel concert and all the other stuff that goes on around it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my calendar because uh, that area, I mean, when you talk about, what time does your game start on Sunday, the January 15th? The game's at 7. It's after seven all the other, all the, the final, final thing is after all the Battle of the Bands the step show and after all the other festivities uh we play at seven at night yeah uh well i'd be glad to come up because even uh uh cb and even talking about doing a, a little broadcast or something to do a call in and yeah. possibly come up and see that because I'm, I'm i'm excited about it. i'm just so proud of you lonnie Thanks. and I, i'm gonna I'm go back to one thing uh i know Hey, Todd Moore, the ball player, and all like that. But you were born in Philly, so that's where I'm. I'm grabbing that. Right, that's where we go back. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Philly man. boy. Philly no, no, boy. Man. No, no, man. Yeah. But uh, CB, you have any other questions? Yeah, Coach Blow. I, you know, I do have another question for you. It's um, what in your, 
What is the state of HBCU basketball? And what is the one thing that you would like to see across the board that could improve HBCU basketball? Oh, I think it's great, man. You know, I think that, you know, HBCU basketball is, you know, is, 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 is underrated, you know, but like Wally said, you know, year in and year out, you know, you see those guys, those success stories, the guys that make it big, you know, like, you know, like a Charles Oakley did, you know, coming out of Virginia, you mm-hmm. know, Rick Mahorn coming out of Hampton, Daryl Armstrong, you know, for yeah. State. you know, you, we've had those guys come out of our league and, and, and like right now we've got a bunch of guys playing pro ball in the D league and guys overseas. And I just think that, you know, opportunity, like Wally said earlier, you know, for a lot of our guys in our league, because they just need that opportunity to kind of be seen, you know, and I like to see, you know, some of our games are televised, like, um, Every year we'll they'll pick four or five games um, to be televised. Mm-hmm. Like this year we have two of them, obviously, you know, with our new arena being open. And I just think that that exposure, that exposure to to, to media and television, to where a lot of these ball players can see that, hey, I ain't got to go to school A or school B. I can come right here in this league right here and still get seen and and get a chance and get an opportunity to play at the next level. So I just think that this exposure, um, you know, a lot of people are doing a bunch of bunch of great things to kind of put us put us out there and get us more more TV time and more exposure on the radio and things like that. So what you guys are doing is great, man. We just need to continue to push and and continue to promote our league and our and our, and our student athletes and and just like Wally said again earlier, is just give them that opportunity and 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 that that um, you know recognition so they can get a chance to play at the next level. You know, I had another question. I've been scouting the MEAC, and I know they get an automatic bid. When you win the CIAA, yes. give an explanation to our listeners. Where do you go from there? What What do you play in? I mean, I know, but I want our yep. listeners to understand. Yep. Where do you go from there if they win the CIAA? Yep, we we play in the in Division II NCAA championship. Um, you know, it's a you know field of sixty four. You know, uh, but it's done regionally. A little different than the Division One. It's done regionally. The top eight teams from every region. You know, there's eight regions obviously in the country, and the top eight teams from every region. Like last year, we won the championship, and uh, our region played in West Virginia, up in Wheeling, West Virginia, and we won our first oh. round game. We beat Fairmont State. They were number five in the country last year, and mm-hmm. and we beat them in the first round of the NCAA tournament, advanced to the next to the next round and play the number one team in the country, West Liberty. Uh, they beat us by six uh, with a chance to go to the Sweet 16. Uh, you know, so it's 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 an NCAA tournament just like the Division One NCAA tournament. Ah. People aren't familiar with it, but it's the same thing. And the objective is to get to the Elite Eight. Once you get to it, the Elite Eight, then all those games are played right there. The Final Four, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Division Two National Championship game are all played at the same site. And uh, last year it was in Texas, um, and it kind of moves around from year to year. But uh, it's an exciting time, man. The CIAA champion gets that automatic bid, and sometimes um, we'll get more than that. Well, you know, the, if there's a team that doesn't win the championship that has a really good record we'll get maybe a second team in and occasionally oh, okay. a third team uh-huh. you know get that at large bid so um you know winning the CIAA t- championship is, is definitely big but um you know we, we want to go on and win win the national championship so you know Lord willing hopefully we can you know get that taken care of down in Charlotte again this year and advance a little further in the NCAA tournament um wish you all the luck Coach Blue, I got another question for you. You know, you mentioned earlier that you did a lot of moving around in your mm-hmm. career as a coach. Yep. Uh, for yep. I'd like to, what is some of the advice that you would have for a young college coach right now that he's sitting 
at the end of the bench as a graduate assistant or you right. know, just became an assistant, what type of advice would you give him to be able to advance further in his career, you know, in a yeah. shorter time yeah. frame or just, just some general yeah. advice? Yeah. And I, and I do a lot of that. I try to tell, you know, you know, young guys that, you know, one of the things you need to make sure you do is you, you need to make sure that you, you, you kind of, you don't chase money. You know what I mean? You kind of chase it as look at it as a career, career opportunity because you're mm-hmm. young and you got, you got 30 years to do this thing. If it's, if it's something that you want to do. So you got to make sure that the moves you make are, are strategic. You know, you want to make sure you kind of align yourself in situations where you're going to have longevity because in this business we're in, the name of the game is, is job security. Right. So you you want to yeah. you want to try to make sure you align yourself with coaches that are going to be around that are gonna have a job. You know what I mean? You don't don't just take any old job because it's a little more money for you or you think it's an opportunity for you. And next thing you know, that coach or whatever is out, and now you're out. So what you want to do is 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 try to maintain and network and get in with all the coaches that you can and establish relationships with, with assistant coaches, head coaches. And at the end of the day, though, your career moves need to be strategic to where you can stay in the game because, right. you know, it's a, it's a tough business, this coaching business we're in, man. And mm-hmm. you know, I try to tell people all the time, man, if you know, if, if you're not successful, you don't eat. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. So, so, you know, as a young guy, just make sure you align yourself in the right situations. A lot of times we just, someone offers us something and we just say, yeah, I'll take it. And then one, two years, that coach is gone. And now you're outside looking in, trying to get back in again. But if you just, you know, do the right things. And a lot of times for those young coaches, it's your work ethic. You know, it's, you know, it's not just the job that you have. You may be a volunteer. You may be a grad assistant. You may be the, yeah. the low assistant on the total pole, but have your work work ethic speak for yourself to where someone else can come and hire you or come and get you because they see how hard you work. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about, you know, because if you're young, that's going to come. All you got to do is stay in the business. The key to it is to stay in because if you're in, you're in. And if you're out, you're out. It's no in between in it, so to speak. (laughs) That is true. Because one thing about basketball and sports in general is wins and losses. You know, so, right. you know, that's, you that's can, right. you can that's talk right. to your blue in the face about what should have, could have happened, but if you didn't win the game, you didn't win the game. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Well, well one of the things I want to say, you've been feeding your family a long time. How long have you been coaching, uh, Lonnie? How long? Over 30 years, man. I started oh, 30, 30 years. years ago, man, in high school. And I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed. You know, it's a quick story. You know, I tell people all the time that you know, I, to show how much I've been blessed, I got into college coaching, knew I wanted to coach high school a long time, knew I wanted to get into college coaching. So got my opportunity at Hampton uh, under Bobby Collins. He was the head coach there. And mm-hmm. I, go for, I go from Hampton to Norfolk State. So I'm still in my own house from Norfolk State to St. Augs in Raleigh, where they gave me free housing. So I kept, oh, kept my house in Tidewater. So from St. Augs back to Old Dominion, where my house is, and then in the Norfolk area, <laughs> from Old Dominion back to St. Augs for one more year, which I had housing again, and then from there to Petersburg here at Virginia State, which is about an hour and a half from Tidewater. So for me to have that many 
job opportunities on the college level and never leaves my house is unheard of. Right, you're blessed. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> Most guys don't have that opportunity because you got to go where the job is. You got to right. uproot your yeah. family or whatever, and the job's over there. You got to go. But, man, I've been blessed to be able to just kind of stay where I am and, and stay in my house and, and do what I love to do and have a passion to do, man. So I just thank God for that opportunity, man, no doubt. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much, uh, Coach Blow, for joining us today on the Wally Wonder segment. Uh, Wally Wonder, uh, do you have uh, anything that you'd like to add that you're coming up here for, the, for a good, quick elevator? Uh, what's coming up for next week? Well, one of the things I think is very important uh, is uh, an outline of what's going to happen. And when we talk about the NBA, I'll be giving a, a rundown about the NBA and the positioning of that. I'm right here in Miami, so it's a lot that I used to do as a scout for the Miami Heat for over 20 years. So we'll give a sort of a uh, an outlook of what's going to happen, what's been happening in the NBA, but also I think it's very important is college sports. Uh, had an opportunity to talk to the number one team coach in the United States in the Division One, Jay Wright, and uh, looking forward to having a conversation with him. But so many guys that I work with out of the Philadelphia area, I'm still part of that Big Five, Fran Dundee, Joe Martinelli. You know, there's some great coaches that are from that Philadelphia area. So we have an opportunity to bring that up in our next broadcast coming up real soon. With Lonnie, you don't know, it's a pleasure to hear uh, the more and more I hear about Glenn Mason keeps me an update on what you're doing. And uh, I'm really proud of you. And I will be calling you for January 15th. Uh, I, I intend on making a point of coming to that game. All right. Really. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, too, there, Mr. Baker. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Uh, no problem. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Sports Inside and Out. When legends speak. Everybody listens. People listen. Thank you. Ha happy holidays, brothers. Take care.